Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast. I'm your host, Temple Tenelian, and I'm joined, as always, by Mike Munzneider and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. This week, we're talking about Sabotage's Milan edit. But first, we got to talk about skateboarding in the time of coronavirus. Jacob had a pretty good article this week answering the question, is it safe to skate? Uh, the short answer is no, but um, it's a little more nuanced than that. Mike, how are you planning on coping with the quarantine? Ooh, uh planning isn't exactly what i've been doing but uh yeah i've been actually thinking about trying to get out to skate a lot i'm fantasizing about um some mythical parking lot with smooth asphalt that i haven't yet found in my neighborhood in minneapolis um like a lot of places in the country restaurants bars you know a lot of gathering places are closed and uh our minnesota governor included in his closure skateboard parks by way of closing like gyms gymnasiums workout places etc so we're still like at the very end of winter i think it's going to be like 20 degrees when we wake up tomorrow on friday we're recording this on thursday um so there's just a lot of dreaming of skateboarding and uh i think i'm gonna do it alone um uh, yeah and if I have one thing to add, like coming out of my, my trip to Mexico City last week, my shoes blew out down there. So I like ditched them at the hotel. I wanted to take a bo- take apart my board because flying internationally, as a lot of people know, with the skateboard is kind of a pain in the ass. Like they make you bag it. You can't just like carry on your skateboard in a lot of international airports. I wanted to take my board apart, brought tools, brought the wrong Allen key couldn't take apart my board but the mexican government the mexican tsa took away my <laughs> three-eighths wrench and the wrong allen key so i need a new board long story short i've been thinking a lot about skateboarding but i haven't done any what about you guys i uh i've been down to the old abandoned tennis court over at the apartment complex in my neighborhood that's about it there's like no one there there's a couple kids playing soccer and shit and might venture out to the local school because they just repaved the uh, playground. But yeah, I just, um, yeah, the Jenkins article was really good, really like rational and, you know, matter of fact, had legit sources and shit. Speaking of legit sources, I'm going to say one thing and uh, let me be clear do not rely on pro skaters and or oh former God. pro skaters for information on this pandemic. For real. <laughs> get, Good God, for real. <laughs> get, get your information from, you know, that CDC, that one guy, that Italian guy, Fauci or something. That guy's really yep. good. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like staying at home and, you know, just uh, daydreaming or whatever, regardless. So, I've kind of spent a lot of time cooking. Got kids and shit. So, I spent a lot of time cooking and whatnot, just do, you know, doing laundry and shit. So my gym closed yesterday, so I'm making my home gym nice. tomorrow. But, you know, yeah. I'll go ahead, Tim. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I actually went skating with some friends last weekend, and now I'm feeling kind of guilty about it. Like, my wife is not feeling great these days. Um, mm-hmm. Don't think she has a coronavirus, but they've sent the test out. She got She got tested, or there's one coming to you? No, she got tested. Yeah, so so it's like... Fuck if they if they think it's serious enough to test her, then like I probably shouldn't have fucking gone skating with my friends. 
Um, I mean, we, we did the elbow knock thing instead of like high fives and we all kind of kept our distance, but still I, I feel really bad. Like I was being selfish and maybe a little arrogant by not, uh, taking it seriously enough. So dear listeners, don't, don't be like me. Take it easy. Maybe just skate by yourself. You know, I do wonder though, like, and this is completely non-expert thoughts <laughs> basically, but you know, where, where, where do the mental health benefits of getting out to skate? Cause I, I think we all know that we need it and you know, whatever partners we've had at whatever time, like I'm sure a lot of them have recognized it too. Like, Maybe I'm maybe I'm playing a, a a poorly thought out devil's advocacy, but I don't know how guilty. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. No, I hear you. you're you're kind of like uh, trying to measure out like the mental health benefits versus or the possible risk of uh, catching it. I hear yeah. you, but like I've seen tons of shit of people like you know going running, like going hiking. You know, so I feel like if you're uh, semi pretty isolated, I feel like, you know, the risk is pretty minimal. Yeah, I I agree. I don't I don't feel like like, oh, shit, like I definitely infected my friends. But it's like maybe I infected like one of my friends and that's like sucks. Or maybe my friend will get infected some other way and then like think that I infected them, Uh, which would would suck. Um, So, yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know wasn't really worth it it was at a spot that i don't really even like that much also <laughs> like it, it wasn't even like that fun of a session extenuating circumstances now yeah yeah um so yeah i kind of feel bad but i feel like it's important to get outside and be active like, oh yeah 100 percent. in like i'm working from home now my office got closed down for at least three weeks probably a lot longer <clears throat> at this point yeah so instead of driving 45 minutes to work every day, I just go out and ride my bike for half an hour, uh, which is it's pretty great. But also I realized today I was like, riding bikes is not that fun, like on the street. <laughs> like, mountain biking is cool, you know, like doing jumps and being out in the woods. But like doing the same loop three days in a row is kind of like boring. You know, it's like it's work and, you know, <laughs> just seeing the same shit. Yeah, I mean it's it's exercise, but it's like really low intensity cardio. Yeah, because you're just cruising along most of the time. But yeah, like you said, it's important to get outside. Like human beings need vitamin D. You know what I mean? And the best source of vitamin D is sunlight. So yeah, just go outside or whatever, take a walk. You know, skate flat in like an isolated parking lot. Like you know what I mean? You should be fine. Again, I'm just a dude. I'm not a doctor or anything. So. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, don't take medical advice from us. No, absolutely the fuck not. No. The the mostly skateboarding podcast <laughs> is mostly skateboarding. Maybe some like yeah, middle aged recommendations at the end of the stoked on adventure trucks, but not doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we're not dispensing medical advice. We're just kind of uh, I don't know, reminding you to um, be thoughtful with your decisions. It's tempting to barge those spots. You know, they're kind of like Christmas Day spots or whatever. So, you yeah. know, some, sometimes you got to just do it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, like, um, I ended up, I've got a board, I've got shoes. And, uh, you know, like once uh, it's raining here, but we've lost, a, we, we haven't had snow in Minneapolis for a long time now. And so 
you know, if there's like a 47 degree night and like determining if uh, all the granite flooring in downtown Minneapolis is dry, like it's going to be hard not to not to head down there solo. Yeah, it's this odd like opportunity and it's a lot of just gray area as to like what you should and shouldn't be doing. 47 is tropical for Minneapolis at uh, (laughs) any time of year. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I feel like the opportunity to roll on some smooth granite is a pretty tough one to pass up. Um, I'd I'd probably go for it, honestly. (laughs) Uh, And then maybe I'd feel bad about it later. Although if I was out there by myself, I don't think I'd feel bad. Because it's all about just distancing. If you're more than six feet away from people, you're fine. Again, not a doctor. <laughs> Although one one thing I'll say, one byproduct of this whole thing was that the skate Twitter has like heated up a lot over the past few days, which is cool just to like, you know, not feel so isolated. So shout yeah, out to Good Twitter. place to connect. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, I think everybody a lot of a lot of the people in that social sphere enjoy the give and take, and uh, so it seems like there's a little bit more diplomacy. I don't know. Like, maybe I'm making that up, but it, it seems like a little bit more of a less hot takey place, a little bit more just social connections, you know, being sought out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. No, no, I feel that. It's, yeah, it's not like a competition as to who, who can have the hottest take. However. As much as it was anymore. I mean, a while ago. I mean, if, if shit really does go down, I do have an atomic take that I'm just gonna I'm gonna post on Twitter. Oh shit! You're just sitting on a hot take. It, it's like a career destroying take. Um, not quite that because I thought I was. Uh, there's a whole other tangent on me like destroying whatever like skateboard media career I had. But no, I I thought I was gonna post it like when the ball dropped for 2020 but i i relented i don't it, i'm just saying it's out it's it's a thing it's possible it's just sitting in the drafts uh no it's, it's too sensitive for that wow my kid could somehow get into the twitter app and like eh, nah we gotta we gotta know when it's going out right yeah just so it's in like, in your brain so it's just in your brain or is it like a password protected like word document Ooh. <laughs> I wish it were that dope. On <laughs> your hard drive. I'm trying to think of some, uh, some like very Tom Cruise, um, Mission Impossible shit. You know how how you you basically got to drop into the room and not change the room's temperature profile to be able to access this hot of a take. <laughs> Man, well, looking forward to it if it ever uh, comes to that. I suppose. Yeah, dear listeners, if uh, if you have a guess at, so, as to what Mike's hot take is, uh, <laughs> comment on the Instagram post for this week's episode. We won't yeah. let you know if you're right or wrong. Yeah, it's too dangerous to let y'all know. But um, I, I, I suppose if the president ever tweets out, like, shits on or conversely shits off, like, immediately upload my Twitter page and see if I've uh, gone. Well, maybe I'll have a dead man's hand type of thing you know just like when the world ends that tweet goes out we'll see sick well something to look forward to (laughs) sorry that was a longer tangent than intended um that's fine uh one cool thing that's kind of a uh byproduct of everybody being socially isolated is ryan lay is putting together a twitch live stream hangout of watching skate videos uh jason did you watch the first one did you participate 
I did not. I have a Twitch account. I mostly use it for watching, you know, people play video games and shit. But uh, no, it seemed cool. Like I, well, actually, I kind of dipped in when he was watching like Welcome to Hell. But I think since then he's like upgraded the shit so he can have like more people or whatever. Sick. Yeah, looking forward to see what that turns into. I think that with all this social isolation, there's you know a lot of opportunities for new forms of content, I guess, and yeah, new ways oh, yeah. to connect. I guess I'm completely unfamiliar with Twitch, but like, is it is it kind of like a better version of like an Instagram live video where you can kind of chime in and have your say, or is there audio comments? How does that work? Yeah, well, it's mostly for video games. Like, people stream themselves playing, like, uh, Battlefield 4 or whatever, and you see their face in, like, a little box, and then people can chat, like, on the side and whatnot. So I guess you figure out a way to, like, there's some add-on, like, he's explaining to me, where you can, like, stream, like, other media and comment on it as well. So I don't know. It's probably on the Twitter somewhere, on his Twitter. I feel like... uh... I don't know. We we kind of exist in our bubbles, like with, you know, who who we watch skateboard videos with. That that sounds super rad to, yeah, have Ryan Lay hosting a, a viewing of Welcome to Hell. A lot of the people on on skate Twitter, I'd be super interested to know, like Safa Leung, like does he still hit as as much as he does, or did? Yeah, my my. Uh guess you know recalling welcome to hell is that it probably stands up pretty well that's a really good skate video but that's like my era so there's no way to watch it without the nostalgia so i I can't see it with clear eyes see i think like those uh especially well both yeah both the tour video that or excuse me the tour section and the friends section like those are two jamie thomas signature like edits in that the music hits, the variety hits, and then, like, I don't know. I think those parts are, like, both those parts in there in Welcome to Hell are radical. And I'd be really interested to know what, you know, your random 19-year-old skate Twitter head thinks about them because, God, they got impact. I, I think they got impact, like, almost timeless impact. So, yeah. I like the Muska part that got edited out after the premiere and, then like, appeared like 20 years later or some shit we're skating to like uh releasing hypnotical gases that shit was tight <laughs> organized I don't, I don't ever remember i'm shit. sure i've watched it but i can't remember it i'm gonna have to i'll find it and put it in the show notes for sure but no definitely watch it all the way through this weekend when i'm putting the show together like i think it ended up set to a de la soul song in the tsa in the TSA video, I forget whatever the name of the video was, something life, but oh, uh, life in the fa- life in the fast lane. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, different song, but like it seemed like they almost like took a took the part as it was for the Toy Machine video and dubbed it with a new song. I think it was different because his ender was like he has that crazy kink rail. There's like eight kinks and like a super short like distance. Uh, yeah. That was the ender. So I, yeah, maybe I'm not sure. Well, I'll be refreshing my memory on Sunday as I edit the pod. Skateboard mythology. Yeah, damn. I'll have to go peep that because I'm gonna like wonder about it. Yeah. Well, how can I transition to Milan, which is under quarantine uh, yeah. pretty severely? Italy's um, in a bad place. Yeah, but um, 
before all that shit went down, uh, the Sabotage crew went to Milan uh, to add some Eurotech to their crusty East Coast vibes. Jason, I got to imagine that this is very much in your wheelhouse. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, if you've read any of my shit at all, uh, it's probably easy to guess. That this is exactly the subgenre of skating that I like the most. Um, like a lot of us said in the notes, they kind of went to some different spots that we hadn't seen before in Milan, not just the translation which was tight. Um, kind of Bianco still used the VX, right? As far as it I know, yeah. Has to yeah. Be. So that's tight. Um, yeah, it's the usual cast of characters from Sabotage, like Sour Beer with the long-ass, like, perfectly balanced nose grinds. That's like his bread and butter. Uh, the kid Jameer ripped. Um, who else? Yeah, that Kevin... How do you pronounce his name? Billieu? That sounds good. Kevin Billieu, yeah. Billieu? Billieu? ripped... And I'm not sure if it's Billyo or Billya. I don't know. What's that? Billy? I have to ask somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's like how French do you want to take it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that that kid rips. I mean, like, yeah, he should be like uh, getting some more shine or whatever. But you know, hopefully he's getting paid. But Is that he one on DGK? Not, yeah, he's on DGK. I think he's like an am. Rad. Well, am and on DC and shit. Hopefully he's getting paid by DC. But. Yeah, that one line with the water bottle was pretty dope. Just because oh, I'm skating down three times shit. Has anyone else ever filmed the line with a water bottle? I remember going to a girl chocolate demo at Endless Grind, and uh, Mike York did a half cab flip on a bank with a water bottle, and that yeah. clip ended up in whatever video it was. Chocolate tour. Uh, I don't remember if it was the, the chocolate tour. Uh, hot chocolate. No, hot chocolate. <clears throat> It might have just been in a 411, but it might have been Hot Chocolate Tour. I bet it could have been like 411. Uh, it's from 1999 because they came through Minneapolis to. Was it like set to a Ricky Martin song, the clip? It might have been. I remember being there and Keenan Milton getting out of the van and saying bling bling because I think that song was out at the time. And like that was the first time I'd heard that. Like term, <laughs> like shortly after I heard the song, I was like, "Oh, like made the connection." But that was like the first time I heard "Bling Bling." Damn. Like I think he was just like singing the lyrics or whatever. But yeah, so whenever "Bling Bling" came out, that's when this demo happened, and that's when Mike York did this half cab flip with a water bottle in his hand. Yeah, I think you're right because it came out that summer, like that spring summer of '99. Yeah, '99. So. BG featuring big timers and hot boys. Bling bling. <laughs> Linked in the show notes for sure. DMing you that the uh, the YouTube link I just found. Nice, thank you. Yeah. Man, uh, who else? I kind of think Bastian might have done a line on the water bottle one time, or fucking Lucas. But I might be confusing that with Lucas always skating with a towel. Yeah. Well, I I just want to say like. I was trying to figure out what that water bottle was right off the bat. I was like, does he just have his phone in his hand? Because that, that's some shit if you have, like, an iPhone in your hand. But, yeah. Have you guys ever skated with something in your hand? It's kind of hard. No, never. No. Uh. <laughs> not, not like, doing tricks? No, never. I, I think it's all, Hurt. like, all due respect to Kevin Billia. Bill, Bill you. Bill you. <laughs> All due respect, but I think it like it like there's a little bit of a show off factor to it, but it's pretty baller too in like terms of uh sad skating with his do rag. Or do rag is the wrong word, sweat rag. 
Yeah, I think I think I did something show off. Like I can think about having shit in my hands. I just put my hands up like non podcast protocols. <laughs> no, it's pretty rad. I I really like that, and that's when I noticed like that dude skates like some nail gun status. He is skating fast. The nollie flips, which you can do evidently like thigh high, are still like really high when he does it. Like that dude is on point. He's rad. Yeah, I mean the whole crew is is tight. And for me, like in this video is all about Joey O'Brien. Like he fucking Oh yeah. He snapped. Yeah, man. And like essentially had a full part at the end, which is pretty impressive, you know, to go to another country for you know, a couple of weeks, maybe, not even, and like walk away with two minutes of footage. Good footage. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that that dude's, like, been an animal, like, ever since, well, in all the sabotage videos. I think he's been all of them. I don't know. Can't tell off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, like, that one thing when he ollies the, that water gap. Good God. I remember watching it. Just watching just watch push, like, a like a maniac. I'm like, all right, some shit's about to go down on there. And, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. But, like, what's it, what's that guy's deal? Like, I think he was on the, like, deluxe flow, flow program or some shit. I, I don't know. I guess I yeah, I don't know either, but it kind of speaks to one of the rad things about the sabotage crew when you get it down to like these dudes. Like it's dope that Ishad like films his parts with them every now and then. But like these dudes, uh, you know, are you ever going to see them at a demo? Are you ever going to like when are they coming through your town? Like I actually want to see these guys skate in person cuz it would be amazing, but it's just like these are locals, and this is a crew that puts out really rad skateboarding, damn good skateboarding, with like a cool aesthetic. I don't know. It, it really, really down with what they're doing for sure. And it's 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 kind of the same with GX one thousand. You know, it's like like the crew vibe is it's like a an organic team without a uh, like being tied to a brand it's tied to Mm -hmm. a filmer basically Uh, and i think that just like feels more real than a brand team where it's like yeah we got this guy from the east coast we got this guy from the northwest whatever you know like we've got this team of people that's going to appeal to a broad section of the skateboard buying populace but like with the crew it's like we're all from philly and we skate these ledges like this and our footage looks like this and you know if you don't like it then it's not for you yeah it's yeah. very good yeah i love it damn um templeton i think what you would have liked to have seen this in hd because I, I would have i thought vx with like the kind of the color palette of milano milan being just kind of like whatever that granite is is kind of it's washed out already I don't know. Maybe the VX like begot the VX look within the footage. Like maybe VX overpowered everything, but I thought it looked good. I think it looked good. Like uh, the videographer uh, Brian Penabianco, he's really good, really good with the VX. He knows knows the settings, so it's you know high quality VX. But like. I, I just feel like if you could see it a little bit better, it might look a little cooler. I, I mean, mo- probably most people are like up in arms right now, yelling at their <laughs> iPhones. But um, I, yeah, I just think, time, <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time to just give it a rest with the with the VX. Yeah, that 
Yeah, but that's that's kind of like his whole aesthetic with like the like the blurriness is you know is almost like the point kind of you know what I mean with this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, and I think Templeton. Maybe I'm looking at your notes, but like felt like photosynthesis. You had kind of that like the screen compacting to be like that very like letterbox screen that was reminiscent of photosynthesis and other alien workshop stuff. I mean, when you get enough nose grind pop outs on granite ledges, like it suddenly everything seems apropos. But even beyond that, I think, like you said, he's got the settings down and, uh, yeah, I mean, just some people are better at using the BX than others. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't worried about. Well, frankly, I wasn't saying this looks like shit. This is annoying. I was like, damn, this is dope because it was like this holistic package. I'll, I'll give you that. I just, I just like HD, and I'd like to just see the world move in that direction, um, <laughs> just so we don't have to have this conversation all the time. Fair enough. <laughs> But like, what else will we talk about? I mean, we are a skateboarding podcast, so like, uh, fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, it would just give us more time to talk what? about pants. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yo, at some point, we might have to start like a spinoff podcast just for pants. The Damn. mostly pants podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, maybe I should change know. the O to instead of a skateboard to be a pair of pants. Or like yeah, a, like a pair of pants folded in half. Yes, yeah, it would be on brand, I guess, at this point. But uh, you know what? A like pant? a pant. Yeah, Peter. Peter uh, from Bronze made the switch. Like he changed from VX to HD, and it so like looks cool and is on brand, and you know fits in well with his aesthetic. So who knows? You know? Yeah, I think we're way beyond the point where like HD looks too polished, and it's like. Oh, that's like looks like a fucking commercial or like whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you can make a good looking skate video in HD that looks gritty and also you can see what's happening. I will say after watching this, I kind of want to get some links now. It's the regular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do too. I I would skate some links. Kevin B makes them look good. I've now like sorry, man. We wish I'm only. <laughs> I'm not saying your last name just because I don't know how to how to actually pronounce it. Um, when I was in Mexico City at, like two weeks ago, I actually saw the links. We went into a skate shop and they had ample ample sizing, I would imagine. So if you guys really need to do it, forget the shit the shop's name, but they were in Mexico City, CDMX. That shoe is as authentic as can be i mean that thing was like a loaf of bread in my hands it it was crazy so just just setting you guys up letting you yeah, guys like, know i uh i got the like og kalos reissues but i'm not gonna skate them because they were like the uh like jsp mm-hmm. x dc ones with like the bo jackson like colorway shout out uh Gorecki. so i'm not gonna skate them but like they feel like they would skate good so yeah i might tr- might try some links but like you gotta wear them with the right pair of pants. You can't can't wear some tight ass dickies or whatever. You have to like go all the way. Yeah, you gotta get baggy with the with the links. That's where our guy KB comes through with it, cause yeah, I think he's got the the biggest pants in that edit, and he might be skating fastest, most balls out pop. I really enjoyed his footage, um, but if there was someone I wanted to like or something. Worth noting, I think that Joey O'Brien 
like backside one e fakie five o at the train station, like the the ledge over the. It's not properly called a step, but like over the ledge. Oh yeah, like ledge over the ledge. I just That's- can't. I can't even imagine going that fast to do that trick. I can't do that trick, but that was really dope. And he did it twice because he had two angles, not like a fisheye angle and the long lens angle. So, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I do that trick sometimes, but, like, not going that fast. Like, just to be going, like, Mach 10 and doing that and then popping out is uh, pretty wild. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, catch on that he did it twice from the two angles. That's even more impressive. Yeah, it was long lens and then fish oh well, it was fish eye then long lens. Maybe I'm misremembering, but yeah, just the way he did it was a lot of I feel like when when folks get going real fast with that trick, there'll be some weird turning. Like you can't quite keep it under control and have the turn perfect when you come out. O'Brien was like ping 180 like 180 degrees on the dial grind and then just out 180 degrees land it was it was really sick yeah Yeah, super sick i want to know who that dude rides for just so that like i can buy some of their stuff because that dude deserves everybody's support man like i think maybe i heard somewhere like business and company but who knows like about that whole deal you know so i looked i looked on his instagram i looked on their instagram Looked on the business and company website, didn't see shit, so who knows. But but then again, their only pro, what's his name, the contest guy, wasn't on there either, so who knows. Not Mark Johnson? No, not Mark Johnson. Like, uh, damn, contest guy, like, goes up rails in contests. Kevin, no. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I'll have to look it up or something. Goes up rails at contests. It, somebody else now is yelling at their iPhone. Yeah. Deshaun Jordan, that's who it is. Deshaun Jordan. He's teammates with them, or he's on business and company, like officially, according to the spot website. Weird. That's weird. Yeah. Who knows? Some of the graphics are are pretty weird, pretty out there. Well, it's, it's like MJ's thing, so you know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to mention a, a spot observation. Yeah, hit me with it. I think if there was one moment in the video where I actually exclaimed something within my living room while I was watching it alone, we are under quarantine after all. Uh, I don't know if you guys got as as excited about it, but there was that bank that a couple of the guys skated where it was like a skinny ledge up, steepish bank, not an impossible thing to skate, but then it like washed out into like a lower ledge and then you could hit like a bank at an angle and go down even farther like i exclaimed something when i watched that happen i think the first trick was what did it and i think uh joey o'brien had like an alley-oop big spin kickflip and then he washed out into it that was a super cool spot i know i think we've we've touched on it but it was great that they weren't at just that same old centrale spot as everyone else like a lot to skate in milan and that was good to see that bank spot looks sick and i was like trying to figure out what i could do there nolly heel fakie obviously nolly backside heel i think uh my boy kevin b had the the backside nolly heel oh yeah yeah i know what's fire talking about that was sick like 
But you have to hit at the right angle, I suppose, so you so you don't like go down like the middle and hit like the spine or whatever. But yeah, that spot looks really crazy on film. Yeah, I'd seen that spot in like a Spitfire Europe edit a while ago, but um, it looked way cooler in this footage. So again, props to Penny Bianca for you know shooting it right, making the spot look interesting. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about Brian P. As far as like just being a dude, someone who does stuff is making this shit happen. I mean, I'd be happy if I were wrong, but like, there's not money bags in this. But he's making cool shit for skateboarding, and like, you know, we're talking about it, and that is not. It's not dope that us three are talking about it, but it's dope that it's like something worth talking about it you know what i mean yeah like i th- i think we're in an era where like the filmer is like at the the height of their power you know with gx1000 with atlantic drift with the sabotage crew i feel like it's all the filmer who's responsible for putting this shit together and also props to thrasher for recognizing that it's something worth investing in cuz i got to imagine that thrasher is um helping make these things happen but filmers have always been kind of central to making shit happen you know they're the ones scouting for spots and saving up money for a camera and driving all night and all that shit well yeah especially like creating like a brand identity before instagram or whatever like the video was you know i mean that was the thing like there was no money in shoe sponsors your board sponsor was like you know your identity you know what i mean before there was like a personal brand or whatever exactly just gonna point out templeton's the uh filmer among us so <laughs> yep Call, <laughs> hold all out full disclosure <laughs> yeah full disclosure uh i am the filmer no love for riders no love for skateboard world riders but w r i t r s but riders are fine <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like skateboarding is so visual. It's all about the filmers and photographers as the ones like making the making the skaters larger than life. That's the fisheye, bro. <laughs> True. No, I definitely remember like talking to people on talking to skateboarders on Twitter, and they're like. Yeah, why are we talking about skateboarding on Twitter? Like, nobody cares about this. It's only going to be Instagram. And it's dope. Now we've got, like, 300 friends on skateboard Twitter. So, Yeah, all thanks to the written word. So, writers aren't fully uh, unimportant. We're not done yet. Thanks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing but love for you guys. <laughs> I mean... I'm a skate writer too, and I, you know, I'll fully admit that I'm like not a very, not a great filmer, not a great writer, um, nah. but I just, I just like making stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's making content, you know. Yeah, I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. It's the well, people that are making content are the ones who are uh, making legends. Skater, yeah, just skater created content. Whether you know, what I mean, I think Jim T said that one time on Twitter, like. You know what I mean? Whether it's us or, you know, Pana Bianco or just regular skaters, like, making it happen and shit. At some point, we're just going to have to talk about, like, the skateboarders' urge to make stuff about skateboarding. Because I think 
you know, there's a lot of people and a lot of a lot of people in skateboarding and outside of skateboarding, but like, you know, there's a specific thing that makes you want to just make things about skateboarding, and I think it's very good. Agreed. Yeah, but make a note. Very diaphanous topic. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make a note. I'll, I'll put it in my podcast stuff note on my phone. Nice. And I'll put a definition of diaphanous in the show notes. <laughs> Light, delicate, and translucent. Oh, there we go. No need for the show notes on that one. I'm the asshole who needs to make sure he like used a word within relative reason. So there we go. Cool. Well, I'm stoked. I just learned a new word. Uh, really? Yeah, yes. yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, which brings us to the end of our show where we talk about what we're stoked on. Mike, what are you stoked on this week? I'm stoked on buying an aisle skateboard this week. Uh, I like dipped into the shop to buy a skateboard really quick, found an aisle board, and uh, I got a Mike Arnold. I think it's the first time. This is completely like unverifiable, but I think this is the first time that I've ridden a board or will ride a board by someone whose name is the same as me, first name. Uh, so... I also think Isle is a really great brand. Their videos are fantastic. So it was just cool to buy a board. Nice and low concave, pointy nose tail. I don't know. It's a perfect board. Buy your so, Mike Arnold. Pro so, it's like a, so you're saying it's like a 7.5? No, it's an 825. Yeah. And not to be too real, but it was like the only 825 I could find that looked good. Still, very psyched to have an Isle. Um... Real quick, then, my other stoked on is uh, jazz-related, just because, like, at least two people seem to be stoked when I talk about jazz the last time. I am stoked on Lee Morgan's hard bop jazz, and uh, diving into it, I learned that he was shot to death on the Lower East Side by, like, his common-law wife. Uh, the history of jazz is as crazy as some of the music is just, like in terms of kind of mentally opening. Um, Lee Morgan was shot to death when the Lower East Side was like, you know, a very no-go zone. It's not the same anymore. But um, his common-law wife in 1972 shot him at Slug's Saloon, which is like a jazz hotspot. Um, I've really been enjoying his music as of late. So uh, look up Lee Morgan. Jason, what are you stoked on this week? All right, well, we talked before about, you know, crews and, you know, their significance in the culture and shit. Well, this week I'm stoked on, it's kind of like a stoked square. I'm stoked on the bus crew or Venture X uh, bus crew video that was on Thrasher this week. It's just like, you know, some homies from here in Richmond, skating around, having fun. Most of the spots are in town, I think, so... That was pretty dope. Those guys are always doing good shit. And uh, listen, independents are okay. Thunders are pretty good, but this is, this is a venture town now. So Richmond, yeah, just want to get that out there. Richmond, Virginia is a venture town now. So just want to get that out there. Nice. The video is very good. Yeah, yeah. It's tight. And uh, also, also soaked on another video. It's a little Adidas video with. Gustav Tonneson, Tom Snape, and some other guys in Melbourne. Gustav is obviously, like, whatever, everyone's favorite skater now. Like, he's, like, a fucking wizard. Everyone knows that. 
And Tom Snape is also really dope. He's one of my favorite kids right now. And he's on his home turf in this one. So definitely pretty stoked on that. Probably going to watch it a few times. Especially since the Adidas reverb video is gone from the internet, apparently. Hmm. Well, you better rip the Adidas Melbourne video because it might... uh meet the same fate i'll tell you i mean just guessing i was probably was probably a music rights issue or something but who knows i so yeah just you know get there while you can i guess yeah somebody needs to create like a mirror account of the adidas skateboarding account just posts those videos so that when they disappear from the corporates they'll still be uh accessible to the there is more than one they have more than one video disappear I believe so. I feel like uh, somebody wrote about it. Yeah, maybe. It was, I think it was Boyle the Ocean wrote about Oh, yeah, yeah, disappearing yeah. Shout out that guy. Videos. I, uh, what little reporting I have on it, I talked to someone who was in the New Balance, their last, like, three-part video, and uh, music licensing is very... It varies between, like, whatever platform you put it on and how long it's going to be up. Uh, it's, it's a labyrinth of things, so... Yeah, likely a, a licensing issue. Yep. And I will say, I, wa- I wanted to know, just like uh, asterisk or uh, footnote for whatever this is, Tom Snape or Tom Snapey. I'm pretty thir- <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, Muckmouth, <laughs> the Muckmouth account said it, his name was Tom Snapey. That, I, think, I think that's just like an Australian, like, they'll just put a put a E on the end of anybody's name. Okay. Maybe it's Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> Whatever it is, I, yeah. I do want to know if he if he has the hookup for, with Polo, cause Polo bucket, Polo, Polo shirt. I'm wondering. Damn, that would be a uh, pretty much up there with like the very best sponsor to have. For sure. I, I mean, he's got a. I'm guessing he's just a low head. Just a low head. Yeah, that's what. People who are super into polo are called low heads. <laughs> okay. I've never heard that, and that's rad. Low head. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to confirm that. But Yeah, I thought sure. you no, you're right. Uh, put this on or I something. Can, I can confirm. That's, that's a term. It's a thing. Yeah, low heads from Put This On, Season 2, Episode 1, from 2012. What's Put This On? Like a show about like uh, clothes and shit, or... Exactly, yeah, with Jesse Thorne. Mm. That was a long time ago when I was in like a very, um, had a very chill office job and I consumed massive amounts of content. So much content that I was consuming content about clothes. No, that's fine. I'm up to check that out. I'm somewhat of a low head myself. Like, not like, it's not like my whole, my lifestyle era, but I mean, I'm a fan of it. So, yeah, I'll probably check that out. Fuck it. Got nothing else to do. Sick, yeah, might as well. <laughs> It'll be linked in the show notes. What are you stoked on this week, Templeton? I am stoked on a video that I watched today from Free Skate. It's uh, Val Bauer's All Ollie part. It's called Val Bauer Ollies. So it's just a four-minute part that's all Ollies, except there is like an interlude in the middle with like normal tricks, which I felt <laughs> like was kind of like a like kind of like half-assing the concept. Uh, but it was really rad to just see a bunch of ollies because ollies are rad and they're very relatable. Um, and just, yeah, just felt good. Good video part. Val Bauer is sick. Lots of 
Europe, lots of Japan, mm. cool spots, cool tricks, good skating, all ollies. And uh, that's it for our show this week. Be sure to check out mostlyskateboarding.net for links to things that we talked about and other show notes. You can always keep up with us all week online. Jason, where can the people find you? On the Twitter at Carbonite1994, on the Instagram at Frozen and Carbonite, and writing shit for CoreSnacks.com. Uh, had some come out this week, which is pretty tight, and probably be more new shit sooner than later since I'm not going to be going into work for a while. Yeah. Hell yeah, a glut of content coming from this uh, quarantine. I love it. Uh, Mike, where can the people find you? I am both on Twitter and Instagram at M Munzenrider. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. What about you, Templeton? I too am on Twitter and Instagram with different screen names uh, Twitter at Mostly Skate and on Instagram at Mostly Skateboarding. We'll see you guys next week. Later.